Welcome back to the Border Patrol on Sports Radio 810 WHP. Stephen St. John and Nate Bucati with Todd Lebo in studio. The Drake Jason Justice filling in for Jake Gutierrez. Thank you for spending your Monday morning with us. And so I don't know, I don't even know if I want to mention this, but I saw. Let's do it. What is it? Gary Lezak. Maybe not. Yeah, no, right. I, I don't. I don't think you want to hear this, but I've got to mention this because I don't. I, I hope he's lying or I hope he's wrong. But this seems, and I know that Kansas City is. I don't know if you, if you realize it, known for some unpredictable weather patterns. Yes. Tell me what you think of this. He tweeted this last night. Kansas City and surrounding areas are about to have a very dramatic weather change. It will likely go from near 80 degrees Tuesday afternoon to one inch of snow possible by midnight. Oh. That's a switch. That, is, the, that looks like a front coming through. Your question. How in the hell could it be 80 on Tuesday afternoon and then we could have an inch of snow by midnight. Well, that front comes through real quick. That's stupid. I'm looking at this picture. That's something. Did you know that's coming? I uh, I knew I, it was going to be cold. I didn't know. Yeah, I knew there snow. was going to be a big drop after Tuesday. So I was trying to see if I could squeeze some golf in today or tomorrow. Not I gonna, think you not going to happen. You can play uh, Tuesday afternoon after Sporting Media Day. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can do whatever I can to not play golf in the next two days. <laughs> I'll bet you. Got I, that. That. I think you pull it off. Yeah. Well, I will. You've got a dentist appointment tomorrow. You don't have time for golf. No, I don't. I've got to get that done. I've had that on hold for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I, you'd be proud of me. I'm going to all my doctors. Today's my heart appointment. Didn't know you had one. No, stop it. Wow. <laughs> I've got the biggest heart there is. He oh, does. That's this why I got to go He's got a, <laughs> He <laughs> might have a... Literally, i got the biggest heart there is. <laughs> so, no, I, to, to, so I'm always like, a little nervous, you know, because no. is, when they look, this is my annual... And for people that don't know, I have a bicuspid aortic valve, and so they look every, they look every year, and to see how it's functioning, uh, it, you know, it, it's uh, severe regurgitation, <laughs> and so they they see how it's functioning, they measure it, all this other stuff, and then she'll take a look at me. It's not going to be pretty. Give you the once over because this is my day of reckoning. Mm-hmm. Because I've told you, and you know this, and I've I've been looking at you for inspiration. I've, 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 I've changed my eating habits are much, much better over the past several weeks, but I'm still fighting with, you know, I have to be active and I have to walk and I have to do these things to be able to get, to be in good shape and to keep the weight off. And I've been battling this since, uh, post back surgery last year. Yeah. Cause it's just like some things I can't do that I used to do. And I'm, and I'm, I've had this fear that I need to get over. We talk about the mental hurdle when athletes come back and try to get on the field. I'm not trying to get back on the field. I'm just trying to do things I used to do, but I have this mental hurdle that I'm afraid I'm going to re-injure my back because I don't want to go through that again. Right. So if I get out there and I start, you know, walking the track, maybe walking the trail, it feels like, yeah. oh, what was that? Here we go. You know, and so. And how did you injure the back the first time? He's picking up a backpack? Carrying yeah. equipment. The training camp. So I want you just to be in fear of everything. No, you, it could hurt anything. But I don't. But I don't. I've changed the way I do a lot of stuff. You've got your your little Front, strap backpack. Yeah. I, I've listened to my doctors. I do different. You know, commemorative from Dallas. The way I lift. 
You know, you following their rules. I, I, I have. I have to. I haven't re-injured. It's been over a year. Yeah, it hasn't gone out on me. It just hurts really bad sometimes. There's nothing to worse. You debilitating. Need to, you need to keep moving, keep walking. But so, but I know what, all these things she's going to tell me. I'm going to hear it. She's going to tell you you need to because she's a, a wonderful doctor, and she's been my cardiologist for. 14, 13, 14 years, you know, and so like she, I've, I've had Susan with me. She's got, we talk about our family. She's one of the best doctors. She's fantastic, right? What'd you eat for dinner Friday night? But she, was it Mexican food? <laughs> yeah. Oh, then that was, I had, uh, uh, I had steak, <laughs> I had ste- steak and egg tacos. Yeah. Yeah, it's a steak, egg on, uh, and with with some with some uh, avocado, could you have made a better choice on a corn tortilla? There, no, not really. No I, chicken. I, I did pretty well. Couldn't have chicken. Well, I didn't want it. <laughs> I don't want that. I, but I make. I've been making better choices. But I'm not going to be perfect. But, You've but, had a good couple months. But I. But I know. I'm just going to hear it. Yeah. Sometimes Which you I, need. To I hear need it. to hear. You it. need to hear from a doctor. But I'm going to go in there with my head hanging in shame <laughs> when, I, when I hit the scale and everything else. I, and I've I, already got my speech laid out. Like, well, here's the deal. Because she, because it's been, it's been over just because of scheduling. She hasn't seen me since I had the back surgery. So I'm like, I had the back surgery and it all went to hell and I haven't handled it the best way and I've been too concerned about this but that. You, but and you're on the right. I'm trying. Sure. And I am trying, you know. And like, I, it, it helps me. What really hurt me, what really hurt me was not coaching basketball this year, because yeah. that's that that's all these, you know, two or three nights a week I'm out there running my lard ass out, you know, trying to do stuff. You're on your feet, right? And so I'm just, I'm glad I'm going to go because it's going to get all these things in my head that I'm I'm dreaming up. You know what I mean? But then I know, and you're right. I do need to hear these things. So I got to do this. I got to do that, and everything else. I got you know. I've been drinking water. Been drinking water. Water. I have uh, tomorrow. Turns out water's good for you. Tomorrow morning, I've got it is Drake. my... Uh, I gave up Diet Dr. Pepper for Lent. You haven't seen me? Annual I, physical I just, tomorrow morning. So this well, might, you'll, do, you'll be past the flying colors. Well, that's, you should be excited about that. I am that. excited, but here's my deal. My goal that I've had uh, since last summer was I wanted to weigh under 190 pounds yeah. and live my life there. Right. Okay, so I've been doing that for since sometime in September. I got under 190 pounds, and I... I, I I got, I got real close to getting back up over it on New Year's Day. Right, got me some dips. Got at me, but what I want to do tomorrow, when I go in there and get on this scale, I want to in their office, in the hallway, closed, like an official weigh-in. Yeah, an, an official weigh-in. Yeah. Weigh under 190 pounds. I don't know if I can do that. I mean, I can't. Like, I'll take my shoes off and stuff, but I. I don't know what's appropriate in the hallway of the doctor's office. Well, I've taken it all off. I want to get as low as I can, yeah. I mean, it, luckily tomorrow is going to be 70-some degrees, so T-shirt's acceptable, mm-hmm. right? Uh, some lightweight pant, maybe. <laughs> Short right. sock. I don't know. Because I'll get down to like what I can accept. Or some dry fit. There. Yeah. yeah, just whatever. And and do that, because I, I probably haven't weighed 190 pounds well, in the doctor's you. office in I don't know how many years. 25? Yeah, I'm more. Just, yeah, I'm, I'm going to... I don't know. Now, I see, you know, but that... I've been pretty good, but maybe my cholesterol still stinks. I don't know. We'll it's going to be... See, and that's... My cholesterol's already always really good. You get mad at me for I that. know. It's, it makes me mad. Right. You know who's... Lance's cholesterol's yeah. always good, too. 
No? Ticks me off. But it's just it's going to be a walk of shame for me. And but you know what though, as long as my heart's okay and I don't have surgery right now, I, I, everything Listen, else here's is what I know. Your I, heart's fine. I'm going to get after it. Your heart's beautiful. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell her because I've already I've already started. I'm, I'm getting after it. Well, look, these seventy degree days in in, in February are awesome. I, yeah. I took two walks yesterday. We went for a walk yesterday afternoon, went for a walk yesterday morning, may take another one this afternoon. So let me get a ruling on this one. I've been going to base camp. It's helped me a lot. You guys, I mean, I know your back hurts. You, can't you won't let me go them, there. I was talking to them about you specifically last week, Nate. They want you down there to work. But I, I've tried to go. I want to go there, and you won't let me. That's not true. I've asked you, I said, can you connect me with them? You said, no, you're That's too fat. untrue. <laughs> <laughs> untrue. You can't said, believe Lebo said, said that. fatty, fatty, two by four. You couldn't get through the front door. Wow. Can I? You can absolutely do it. I worry about your back on this thing. Well, is... I worry about my back. See, that's what makes you worry about my back because you see that stuff. Well, they got you deadlifting and stuff like that in there. With, can't like, they do weight. something with no deadlifting? Well, you can always do less. You can just go. You could just be on the bike and then get on the floor and do some of it. Don't, don't I do get it on the much. floor quick. <laughs> so <laughs> four on the floor. Tell me, tell me about this. Tell me your how you. This was. One of the finest compliments I've ever received. So, like, I don't know about you, Nate, or you, Todd. Like, you're, you know, for some reason, striking up conversations with football coaches in bathrooms, like Lance Leipold. It was, it was not in the urinal area. It was a safe space. But, like, okay, give me an example of someone that has said, I enjoy listening to you on the show, or I'm a fan of the station, whatever. I like what where it's been, like, just this really big compliment. You've been really flat, like legitimately flattered by it, and like why? I, I can't believe they listen to me on the show. Has, have you ever had that? Yeah, sometimes. Usually, like, it's, it's like a, an assistant coach somewhere or something like for the for the Chiefs. Or I, I remember when when uh, Chris Kleiman, the day he got hired, we're out there for the uh, press conference. Yeah, and I introduced myself, and he said, "Oh yeah, I've been listening to you for years because like he used to like recruit yeah. Kansas City," and I was like, "Wow." Stuff like that. Pretty wild. Nate? I actually heard Lance Leipold used to listen to us at previous stops. Oh, absolutely. He said that. When he was driving around yeah, the Midwest. He told us that. So, yeah, I heard but that. It, but, yeah, <laughs> he told us that. <laughs> he heard it on the radio. I heard it from a good source. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of, of a good... I don't know. It's, it's, maybe it's never happened. Yeah, no, it happened. Maybe you don't care if people listen to you. I mean, I'm, No, there's definitely been times where I'm like... It it, it it strikes you, oh, 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 you're listening to the show. I mean, honestly, the 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 big the biggest one, uh, Cliff Illig, when uh, remember last year during the NCAA tournament, I I did a show from from there, from Maple Ranch, and he came and sat down at the table with me for like two hours and just I, I hooked up a headset for him and he listened to the show while he was he watched you work. He was and he was scribbling down notes on a piece of paper the whole time. Was it about you? Or and that's what I said. I was like, "Are you are you <laughs> jotting down critiques of the show, Cliff?" And he said, "They said no. That's part of his daily routine. He gets up in the first couple hours of the day. He just okay. he takes notes on everything he wants to get done." He's that writing day down what Stephen was saying and all this stuff. But anyways, after the show was over, he I, I said, "Well, I hope I, I hope that was, was fun or whatever." And he said, "You know, I've been listening to this show for a long time. It's part of my when I'm when I'm in my car." And I just thought it was great to have a front row seat. So that was like, wow. Yeah, bring him in here to see. Bring him in here to see how great he thinks it is. Yeah. Right. I was like, were you disappointed? Yeah. <laughs> Chris, we got a spot for you. Open so, door right here, Cliff. Come on in. 
And I tried to size because he said I'm usually in the car for about 20 minutes in the morning, so I like to listen. I said, "What time do you get in the car?" <laughs> we'll be we'll be good for that 20 minutes. And he, and he said, "It varies." <laughs> he wasn't gonna get he wasn't gonna give me that. So he could be listening right now. If you listen, right. Cliff, love you, man. I was like one of the biggest ones is George Brett. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. Every, okay, that, 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 that is uh, wild. Yeah, that's like uh, nah, don't yeah. tell me that. <laughs> so we're at, we're at confirmation mass, right? And I prior to your your uh, Mexican tacos. Yes, I am known. I have a reputation, a, for once a good one, that I take very good pictures, mm-hmm. group pictures, where I'm able to get all the kids yeah. looking ahead. And this is just from years of taking team yeah. pictures and everything else. Good framing, you know. You, all right, everyone, look at me right now. Go, yeah. and I'll take. You know, so I'm, so I, and and this was, to 44 confirmation candidates. I saw that picture, and then and then yeah. so I had a, a, b- a bunch of parents tell me, "Hey, we're going to rely on you." And You're then, the one, and then and you post a picture. We're going to get. I said, "Okay, I'll." I'll You've got the that. reputation, you know, and I get made fun of for my Android phone, but it comes through for me in times like this. And so I'm, I'm up there, I'm possession, I'm ready to go. Thank you, AT and T. So I'm, re- I'm ready to go. I'm hitting the pictures. I do the individuals. Someone else said, "Hey, can you give?" I'm, I'm using other people's phone. This is what I do. I'm the I'm the picture dad. Yeah, I take too many pictures. I get criticized by my family for taking many pictures. But you know what? I'm picture guy. I'm you picture are. dad. So I got it. I'm getting them. I'm getting these good pictures. Even to the point where, like, even St. Gabe's reached out to me and said, "Hey, we're going to do a post about some of our former students that we confirmed. Can we use your pictures? Yes, you can. That's a source of pride for me because I don't do very many things well, but I take pictures well." And so then get done taking the pictures. And then, of course, my daughters were last in line to get their individuals with with, uh, with Father Kreidler and the bishop. And so, and then with the sponsors. And so Julia's sponsor was uh, Anthony Gialdi. Mm-hmm. And then Selena's sponsor was a wonderful uh, lady named uh, Jessica, who leads her teen uh, youth chat group. Where they get together in, at the church and, and talk once a week about life. And everything youth group. Else. Youth group. So... I'm there, I'm, I'm taking the pictures, and there's like still like four or five people still left in line, and and the bishop, B- Bishop Johnston, kind of stops the line, right? And and I was talking, and walks over to me, and he goes, are you Stephen St. John? I said, well, yes, Bishop, I am. He says, I just want to tell you, I really enjoy your show. I'm a fan of your show. I, I really like listening to your show. And I said, well, thank you very much. I appreciate Do that. you listen I, all the time? I, I was gonna say, I don't, like, I don't know. About, <laughs> so, I was so taken aback, right? Yeah. And then he goes, so how's the voice doing? Yeah, I said, yeah, well, yeah. you know what? It's not great, but it's getting better. I appreciate you saying lots to talk about. And so it was just very nice. A nice quiet and I was Friday just and Saturday was so good for your voice. Blown away by that. For I just I just was. I was like, I, I can't. The bishop. You know, and so then afterwards, <laughs> I ran back up there uh, to the bishop. I know Father Crowther listens to the show. I said, "Hey, Bishop, I'm sorry. You said you're a fan of the show. I got we got to get a picture now." Yeah. And so I got a picture with him. Did you ask for absolution from? I was going to say, you know, did he so say then, anything to you about it? sounds to me after right. listening to the show like you need to hit confession? And so up then on. I walked away, and then I'm thinking, he listens to the show. I go, oh, he listens to the show, and he said he listens to when he's in his car, and I should have said. What, what time what are you time, in there? What time? Yeah. So I could, you know. But if he's like Cliff, you would have said, I'd oh, very, right. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't tell you. Yeah. Oh, no. Depends on the day. 
But I was like, I could, I was like so excited until Susan. I don't know that I've ever been blown away as excited to hear. So I, I don't know. I was like, I took that as like such a compliment. I'm ridiculous. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. And then, uh, it, unfortunately, because of, of the I saw him the next day, right at the funeral, and, and chatted with him there. But uh, and he's such a such a nice man, and was did a great job with the confirmation. You didn't think about him when you're doing the show. I don't. I don't think that. I Watch your face. I can't do that. And so I hope you know. So now, now I'm thinking like, what are, what are some of the things that I've said? And it's well, like, oh, two, you it's said like, like, oh, it's, there's, there's too many. I just I can't do yeah, that. He said he likes list. the show. Right. He didn't say I like the show, but yeah. Hey, look, he knows we're not perfect. We're humans. That's right. Does he? I mean, if he's been listening to the show, he absolutely knows. <laughs> <laughs> Bishop Johnston, if you're out there, thank you for listening to the show. And I yeah. apologize. <laughs> apologize in advance and any past sense. And, you know, if you, <laughs> you want to reach out, please do. Let me know. Any, any critiques? <laughs> any problems? I could wait to share that with you. That's great. That is a good one. That's a good one. There's a Father Anthony Willett in town who, uh, and I might have butchered the pronunciation of his last name. I doubt that. Just now? Uh he texts he texts me every once in a while because I met him at an event. He, he at least the last time I talked to him, he was in Kansas City, Kansas. And, look how uh, happy I am! Oh, look at that! <laughs> it looks like they're praying for you in the picture. Oh, they too. are, of course they are. <laughs> That's a good picture, and you didn't even take it. No. Someone else did. Who took that? One? Richie St. John. Well, he knows. Me. Yeah, he knows. He knows. Me. He knows what the what the demands are. All right. Next topic, Todd. What's up? Houston, they're going to be the Big 12 champs, correct? Yeah, I mean, that was a huge, huge, huge win for them there. There's still a path. Um, Iowa State. Iowa State has a chance. And, you know, listen, Kansas plays Houston the last game of the year. So if, if Kansas wins out and Houston loses a game somewhere. They needed them to lose on they Saturday. They really needed them to lose on Saturday. I, I don't know that Iowa State's going to lose again. Yeah, their schedule's pretty easy. At K-State's the toughest one. Yeah, that's the final game of the year is at K-State. Um I, they, they're playing. I think they're playing Oklahoma at home midweek this week. Oklahoma's not going to Ames and winning a game. Mark it down. Um, but that was a big one for. Uh, like, how do you know? Like, why are you so dismissive? I've watched this team play a lot of games. They beat Iowa State at the beginning of the year, See? and I thought Oklahoma's going to be a really good team. And Oklahoma's a fine team. They're making the field. I mean, they're going to be okay. But th- I don't think they have what it takes to go to Ames and beat that team. But this league is crazy. I mean, this league is absolutely freaking crazy. Kansas is one of the craziest teams in the country. They have beaten, like, five teams in the top ten. Maybe UConn, maybe Houston. They've somehow lost to UCF and at West Virginia. You know what I mean? They've lost some weird ones. Uh, So, yeah, Iowa State is playing well. You know, they were a little closer than they wanted to be. That was like an 18-point spread in the game against West Virginia. They won by, what have been the beast? Ten or something. It was most. It was a pretty close game most of the way. Baylor also plays Oklahoma still. Uh, and Oklahoma, Oklahoma can they're they're salty enough if they they can win a game, but I don't think they're going to go to those places and win. I think Houston. You know, I don't see Kansas going down in Houston and winning, but I would rather. Kansas have that chance at the end of the year than when they were kind of struggling. They kind of maybe figured out what they are right now. And if McCuller plays, they're really, really good. 
it almost feels to me like they're just like playing him when they think they need him right now. Well, I, I would be interested if you got like some truth serum to Bill Self. Now that Houston won that game, I mean, look, they're still mathematically alive, so you don't want to give up on anything. But the chances of them having a shot to win a share of the Big 12 seem very slim now because, like, they need Houston to lose the game. they got to win out and then win at Houston, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if Houston loses the game somewhere, and then KU, KU can beat them in the second game. Yeah. So and that's then, yeah, then they but so, so if they if they were to tie – I'm, I'm sure Kansas would have swept them. So they I would, know, they but does the, the Big 12 team. still declare co oh, they would all give champions. Everybody gets get, trophies. Get trophies. But not, yeah. What did you sweep them? The, they, it's still the same thing. That's ridiculous. Well, K-State got trophy when uh, they shared a title with Bruce, and they got swept. Yeah. No. You. you no. I'm, I'm I certain. Won't, I won't recognize it. <clears throat> well, there, many but, people don't recognize K-State's <laughs> championship. KU's got Big 12 trophies when they tied somebody and lost the head-to-head. Yeah, then so, I don't recognize it. <laughs> What's good for the goose is good for the gander, whatever did, that means. I hadn't been in the field house in a bit. They, they had taken one of those banners down. How long floor. had it? How long? Whoa. Now, what, the only, the, everyone stop. Why is that necessary to bring that up right you now? You told me I was being too. too th- uh, that in, in, that I, was in I, no way part of the conversation. I feel like you've been waiting to like mention it, that. It seems like it wasn't recognized. It he was just recognized, says that. It no, listen, that wasn't even in the flow of conversation. He goes, you know, it's been a while since I've been in the field house. It took one burger. Do they have separate banners for every single yeah. Final Four? Yeah, they do. Every single Final Four? Uh-huh. How many is that, like 16? Oh, there's his. Well, how many they got there? Yeah. Like, we have so many that I don't, like, losing one, I don't even it, know how. Like, well, somebody matter. sure yeah. was counting. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, there's, like, there. Took a picture of it. That down. Okay. Yeah, the others spread all the way across the other one. They even yeah. had the ones for the face. Did you think that that was reasonable <laughs> I thought within it, the flow of the conversation? I respect it. I thought you worked it there pretty good. I mean, but it doesn't so like you said you didn't even recognize it, but, her, right? so it, I had to bring you something. If it actually hurt, I, I might get offended. But it's like I don't even know how many. Can you have so many? I lost track. Did so you, like losing one, it's like it's like when you have so many of something and you lose one. It's did like, you oh, do any of the, the, the KU chance when you were there? No, don't lie to me. I intentionally was in the bathroom when the the beginning well, thing went. What if the client said? And they want end, you to do this for us. In the end, you no, said you do anything for the clients. I would have sat. And at the end, believe me, we left our seats at the. At the under four, so that's when all the other chanting starts to go meet everybody because the game was in, not in doubt. So I didn't get to be involved in the chants. Anyway, shared titles. They. Uh, what I was going to say, though, if, if I'm Bill Self, I wonder about – I don't think this team's going to win the Big 12. I am interested to see if they can make a run of the postseason. And if they do, I think they need a healthy Kevin McCullough. For so sure. would you like – and I don't know, maybe – Maybe resting him an extra couple weeks won't make a difference. Maybe it's just the type of thing where it's going to take the off season. But if it's the type of thing where it's like, hey, give him another week off, and he'll be back to 100% or close to it, I think I would rather do that, take my chances at home against BYU. They got double figures from all five of their starters. Oh, they were so balanced and good. And Timberlake played a good game. He's been he's been more down than up this year. If but he plays like that, yeah. then then they can be a really good team. But I, I, I don't know that Bill Self's the kind of person that that's willing to concede anything. You Here's know, the other side of it, too. So if you're Kevin McCuller and you run any sort of risk of getting hurt and hurting your chances to be a professional, maybe you don't want to play basketball right now. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's a weird spot to be in. I, I hope they rest him as much as they can. Yeah. Because I just, like I was telling I'll Steven tell you this earlier, right now, I think, 
they rested him on Saturday because they knew they could win this game without yeah. him. Yeah, and maybe they feel differently about BYU. I don't know. Maybe resting him for that whole week and then this game gives you a little is enough. Maybe and maybe so. he's fine now. I don't know how long it takes a it's a bone bruise. I think is what they're calling it, right? Yeah, I would think that takes longer than a week to heal. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we've got uh, a, a story that's been released within the last half hour uh, involving some Andy Reid contract news. Oh, this is interesting. We will uh, take a break and talk about that after this on Sports Radio Eight Ten WHB. Welcome back to the Border Patrol on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Tom Pellicero from NFL Network has a new article posted within the last hour. Boy, what's what's Mike Florio and Pro Football Talk going to do now after they've continually made up stories about Andy Reid retiring? You have to make up some stories yeah. about some other stuff now. Now they always word it to where, like, oh, there are people they in the building who are make concerned. up stories about Andy Reid retiring. Who is the person in the building? Don't know. Tom Pellicero, retirement can wait. Coming off back-to-back Super Bowl wins, the Chiefs and Andy Reid are expected to begin negotiations in the coming weeks on a new contract that NFL sources believe should soon make Reid the highest-paid coach in football. And I and I my question is, how in the hell is he not already the highest paid coach in football? Then I remember Belichick. So, mm-hmm. but listen to this. So, um, general manager Brett Veach is also in line for a new deal, uh, replacing the final two years on the contracts the duo signed before the 2019 season, after the Chiefs' uh, first Super Bowl win with the two. Uh, since then, KC's won two more championships. Um. And despite perpetual media speculation about retirement, the 65-year-old Reed has shown no signs of slowing down. Um, throughout last season, league sources pointed out how unusual it is for a team to not finalize extensions after a Super Bowl win. In this case, the second title for Reed and Veach after, the, uh, after they beat Philly. A third championship, though, put the deal in rarefied air setting the stage for contracts and bringing him in line with the NFL's best and then some. Reed is believed to rank roughly eighth among head coaches in average annual value on his contract. Third in the AFC West behind Sean Payton and Jim Harbaugh. And Veach is believed to be one of the NFL's lowest paid GMs. And so this is this is the we talked about this before. Coach and GM contracts aren't public record like player contracts, so tracking them can be tricky. But sources say a half dozen NFL coaches are believed to be making fifteen million dollars or more per year, even after the dismissals of Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll. So who the hell? Are, I mean, you want well, to? Well, Jim guess? Harbaugh is making that yeah. probably. You know, right? Sean Payton. You were, yeah. you, were, you were thinking that. Yeah. Um, Probably Shanahan. I mean, he's been to a couple of Super Bowls. Hmm. I mean, McVeigh is someone who's been they they keep because he flirts with television and stuff. The last most current list I could find was in January of uh, this year, just a couple of months ago, and they had a it's list. All just guesswork, right? Belichick twenty million. Sean Payton, 18 million. Pete Carroll, 15 million. Sean McVay, 15 million. 
Mike Tomlin, $12.5 million. Uh, Tomlin's been a John Harbaugh, $12 million. Reed, $12 million. Shanahan, $10 million. <laughs> Josh McDaniels, $10 million. And Mike Vrabel was making $9.5 million. Josh McDaniels, so uh, that's, that's crazy. The Raiders are morons. Yeah. And if you, I, seriously, I, I hate to keep piling on the Raiders. No, you don't. Just because yeah. it's Antonio <laughs> Pierce thing and everything else. They are so freaking buried now. Mm-hmm. When you look at the coaches, now they're in a division with Andy Reid, Jim Harbaugh, and Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. The quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert, and they don't. I mean, so I don't. They don't have a quarterback. The Broncos, but they're they're they they're so buried in this division, and and you wonder why. They're throwing all that money at Jimmy Garoppolo, and it was stupid when it when, on paper it looked stupid. They brought John the, Gruden the, the, out of the McDaniel's thing. The did, TV did, booth. Did you? Did anyone here no. have any no. like? Well, maybe this could work out. No. The jo- at the amount of money they paid Josh McDaniels no. and Jimmy Garoppolo, no, Josh McDaniels. That's stupidity. So then, why would you think they're going to be? They're going to make good decisions now. They won't. All you have to do is very simply, and I hate, I hate to make this. This is maybe mean spirited, right? Their owner goes to the barber shop and gets that, and 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 what has whatever they do to his hair. Looks in the mirror and says, "Okay, I like it. Thank you. That's the good, Jimmy Garoppolo. That's my cut of haircuts. So if you if he can't even figure out the right haircut, what do you think he's going to do picking head coaches and quarterbacks? Unless, of course, great. Nate, you look at me crazy. You like his haircut? I don't know. Well. It you know, is simple. Haircut styles come and go. Maybe he's just sticking with it. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think that's ever. That was oh, never that, been one. That was the thing. Like once, in the fifteen hundreds, I think. <laughs> yeah, he's got a haircut like your guy from Fargo. Yeah, like that guy, Munk. <laughs> that it, it's. Uh, you listen. No one knows exactly what these coaches make because it's not public record. The contracts aren't out there. Andy's well compensated, and he uh, should be the highest paid coach. Yeah, and over he's twenty million. To, he's probably going to be making a lot of money now. What now, do you think? Guess. Maybe twenty million. Twenty five million. Probably not that. There Why is not? also, you know, there is no salary cap for coaches. We know that you have to have a salary cap for everything else. There's no salary cap. They for gave Spags the extension. Spags Andy Reed gave Tobe the extension. I don't think Andy Reid cares as much as some people care, right. but I think he cares a little bit. He didn't probably. Need to be eighth. Um, it, it's uh, he's an interesting guy. I remember, you know, when out there. at the Super Bowl, it, it, I talked to his son, Spencer, who is on the staff as an assistant strength coach, and I was asking him, you know, what would your dad do if he didn't do this? Because there's people talking about him retiring. And he, he literally was like a three-second pause. And he goes, I like food, maybe something with that. I mean, you know, <laughs> it, it's like I don't know what else he would do. So yeah. I always thought it was a joke that people like Florio were saying this guy was going to retire. It is a joke. He's got a team that still has the window open for Super Bowl championships. He's got the best quarterback he's ever had, one of the best quarterbacks that's ever played in the National Football League, who is young, who isn't someone who is trying to get every last penny and keep it all to himself. Mahomes wants the team to be good. He's walking the balance of making sure every quarterback isn't mad at him for for working for, for too little money. So he can 
do the right thing by the league and get paid a lot of money, but also have the contract written in the right way to where they can still have a prayer to bring Chris Jones back or Legereus Sneed back or keep these guys around. You know, so they've. This, why on earth would Andy Reid quit doing this? He wouldn't. And I understand with Belichick there, but now the, the, he should be the highest paid. Andy Reid should be the highest paid, just out of respect. He should be the highest paid coach in the NFL right now. But the thing with, with coaches' contracts, and I'm not crying poor for the Hunt family or anything, okay? But the thing that not poor. that is a little bit different, even though there's no salary cap here, like the money that you can make elsewhere in Kansas City for the Chiefs, for the sponsorships and things like that, does pale in comparison to some of the bigger city things. And that's the money that they can maybe use – to pay coaches, I'm not. Listen, they can afford to to pay Andy Reid twenty million dollars if they want to, but I think they are a little bit budget conscious on some of those ends to make sure that they're not doing just crazy, stupid things out there. Um, because the family is, is the family; they 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 don't go out and go crazy. I mean, Lamar Hunt we used to see him on you know with his little boarding placard on Southwest. I mean, you know, I mean that's I mean that's still part of how they were. Clark so doesn't fly southwest. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He, do, he doesn't. I'm not saying, but private he, jet. <laughs> but they also, I don't think they just waste money if they don't need to waste right. money. I'm not saying. And, and cheap, Andy Reid might but, not push for it. You know what I mean? Like it's like okay, contract times come up. Give me something that's reasonable. Give me something that I feel like is fair. Because some guys, you know, some guys, it's an ego thing. For sure, I'm the best coach. I should be paid the most money. I, I don't get the sense that Andy Reid. He's yeah, I don't think it's that way with Super him. Bowls. Yeah, I don't think that's. I don't think it's really that way with him. But listen, he's not going to do it for free, you right? Know what I mean, there's no question about it's that. But these fair. are also things like listen, we, we Andy Reid has never kind of really opened up and talked to anyone that's been published or recorded anywhere about things like this, because that's the way he goes about his business, and I think that's admirable. He, he's not someone who wears that part of it on his sleeve. It could be frustrating. If you're a reporter or a fan or whatever, and you want some answers, and you want him to like, you know, be really forthright with a bunch of stuff, but his answer, all right, we don't really get into all that, you know, leave that to the other people. We just coach football. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how it goes. That, that's you know, that's what he does, and that's fine. We'll be right back after this on WHB. This is a good song. Name what movie? Featured this song on the soundtrack. The Wedding Singer. No. What year? Also, the when video. It was new? The video on MTV featured clips of this movie. Yeah. Uh, was this 1980 something or 1990? Footloose. No. No, it wasn't Footloose. It was. It was one of those. You know, kind of a one of those teen movie type things. No. Lost Boys. No. What? Are you, what are you talking about? What year? 1990. That's not a horrible guess. It was a was a movie starring who? That was a vehicle for a stand-up comedian in 1990. Yes. Uh, give me some a, a, a hint about the comedian. <laughs> um, very. Oh. Yeah. Is Andrew Dice oh, Clay? Gosh. Yeah. What movie was that? What's it called? It was called uh, Ford Fairlane. Ford the Fairlane. Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Look at me. Yes. Lebo on something. You did it. Absolutely. Wasn't there a uh, 
Wasn't there a scene in Wedding Singer involving him, though? Billy Idol? Maybe. Billy Idol. Is he, like, been. on an airplane or something like that? Yeah, probably. It's not the answer to the question, though, so, you know. Uh, it's good, though. Is it? Yeah. This was... Uh, Billy Idol's still going out touring, right? He is. I saw him a couple of years ago at the Uptown, and in the middle of the show, his video board did a Windows update. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I saw like him at... Uh, streaming sometimes? Windows update, 12% complete, 13. <laughs> what's, what's, what's Sandstone called now? Azura? I saw him post-motorcycle accident, like his first tour after the motorcycle accident. He had a cane up there and everything else. Uh, was he, it bejeweled? But he, but he, because I, I, I'm a fan of Billy. Yeah, Idol. those were good songs back in the day. Good music, and so he, um, he's right there in the wedding singer. See, really an airplane right. seat. There you go. Apologize to Nate. I feel like it, I it, it, in, in no way does that make his answer correct, though. But he said it was a vehicle for for stand up comedian. He's in a vehicle, right? In a movie? That's a vehicle. Was that is <laughs> that song? Is that song on the soundtrack? I don't know the there soundtrack of the wedding singer. And so, and I don't know the soundtrack of Ford Fairlane either. <laughs> I do remember sure. that video. Soundtrack. That girl liked to dance in that Put video. On she danced uh, in the, on the bed, didn't she? In the video, they could they didn't show Billy Idol really doing anything because he's uh, recuperating from the motorcycle, motorcycle. accident that mm-hmm. almost killed him. There's some good '80s songs songs. on that Wedding Singer soundtrack, but no Billy Idol didn't make it. He just made it in the movie. Yep. It's good. I, uh, yeah, I was, he was so, he was pretty good, but he was he was hurting. You could tell. Yeah, yeah. When I saw him, get out, there, get out there, getting after it. I saw where did I see Andrew Dice Clay at at the uh, at the music hall, I believe. Not at the height. Boy, no, no, it was it was pretty, pretty good. good he came out to that song, unbelievable. You know, unbelievable. Who sings that song? Right. EMF. Yeah. That's EMF. Yeah, that's Schubert Dip, and that, that's a sample of his of his voice in that uh, in that song. Every Italian guy in the Northland was at that concert. Oh. Let me tell you that way, and I went with him. We were there, and it was good. It just didn't, you know. I, I would. I used to. I used to laugh at those nursery rhymes. So he made money on that. Oh yeah, that song because his sample was in there. What do you think about good. this? Uh, the storm in the court and the Duke kid getting hurt. Well, I mean, we know that storming the court is dangerous. We've seen it happen a bunch of times. I think this is a, a, a weird situation. Uh, I don't think I don't think the kid flip Flipowitzki is it flip, sure. Flipowitzki? <laughs> I don't think he was trying to trip this person running, but I don't think he was doing his best of having his head on a swivel. Filipowski, I believe. Yeah, and getting out of the way. It's dangerous. I think your league, Stephen, the SEC. Yes, yours too. Not yet. Oh, it is. You know, they do fine schools, and um, I think that they're the only league that really enforces that. It's it's best if people don't go running on the floor like that. It's best. I get why kids want to do it. It's fun. You beat Duke. That's a big deal. You're having a good time. But it's not super safe, you know? I, I've noticed I, I uh, this, a couple games that KU's played in this year where they've had court stormings. The the this the the arena seemed to be pretty prepared for it. Yes, they put they up were, a little rope and then the the, the players can go. And I think Wake Forest failed on that. Yeah, front. because those got, those those students were on the court before the game was even over. Yeah, like they were rushing out there. Duke was still throwing up a mid court shot. The, those those players never had a chance to get off the court. Like the last couple times I saw it, I can't remember. I think it was in West Virginia. 
KU was able to get over to their side of the court. They had a huge barrier of like a line of security guards. With to, like a, a little yeah, rope and, or and, something. And, and then it was almost like, and I don't know if it was communicated or what, but it was like, they all knew, let's let the players get over there, then we'll storm the court. Yeah. you know, and we'll, and we'll make sure the players are separated. And, and I feel like there's a way to do that where everybody can have their fun. You can run out on the court, but pictures. just make sure the players get to the side of the court and, and can get ushered out before that happens. That was the part to me what happened there is because those those Duke players on the court and there are hundreds of kids sprinting oh, towards them. Yeah, yeah, they had the yeah. kids get on the court. Yeah. Okay. One other thing I want to ask you about uh, Peter King is that he's retiring, and so Peter King, um, good for him, one of the most noteworthy football writers, yeah, of uh, of his time. Any thoughts on Peter King? He's he's been a fine writer, and he gets wonderful access. You know, I mean, he and he he's worked so long in the field in the, in the NFL. He's got great respect from the coaches and stuff. Like we we talked about, like we don't really get to talk to Andy Reid doesn't open up and you know talk to us the way like he talked to Peter King after the game, where in that little clip where he's sitting there explaining the play and you know all that stuff. That's something that you know Andy will only do for a couple of people. And one of those people was Peter King. And so you're going to miss – I'm going to miss that type of access that we get from certain coaches and people who just won't talk that way around other people. You know what I mean? So that that stuff was great. I mean, Because there's a level of trust. Yes, abs- Peter King absolute level King of trust. And, and so Peter King, you know, earned that level of trust through years of covering the league. And if you're a Chiefs fan and you didn't love watching Andy sit there and explain oh, great. the play – you know he's got more stuff to. I just retweeted his his column uh, from today's last one. There's even more tidbits, more nuggets in there for Chiefs fans to enjoy. Yeah, so it, good for Peter King. You don't want to work forever. I mean, who's like who's who's who's? I mean, he's one of the best ever as far yeah. as when you think about football writers who cover the NFL. Like who I mean, who else do you put up there? Yeah, he's gone through you know all different sorts of things. You know, from way back newspapers to magazines to. You know, TV stuff to now. He survived you know, all of it. Doing, Not everyone did. Doing the the stuff here where you got to have a video or something, and, and you know, it, he's done a good job. You know, over the years, I've seen him up at training camp a bunch. Yeah, and he actually he went out there and and did it. You know, and went to training camps to talk to people, and there's there's still value in that for sure. Because not a lot of people do. You know, yeah. national guys. Yeah, he gets out there. So great career, wonderful career, and I. And, but I think you you know you earn what I like about it is. You know, whatever his insights are, whatever that's good. But you like the fact that there's someone out there who, who has those insights and can get something out of someone like Coach Reed, who just you know we talked to him three times a week. He would never sit there and tell us the, a play yeah. and go over every single thing about it. You know what I mean? And it's also the end of the year, and there's nothing to hide <laughs> for next year or whatever. So you go ahead and do those things. You should have to earn that kind of trust, though. For you sure. Know? Like it, it, and I. Respect, as you said, Stephen, to guys that go out there and get face to face with people. It makes a huge difference. I saw I saw Peter King wandering around Radio Row four or five times, going out doing them. I mean, he was I mean, wandering his... around like he didn't know where he was. No, where was am I? no, he knew where he was, but he busting his ass down there oh, okay. all week long. You know, well, that didn't seem complimentary when he's just wandering around. Like, oh. <laughs> you know, he wasn't wandering. He wasn't walking real fast. He's an older guy. <laughs> you, were you down there? Well, wandering he was out around there working hard. That's right, like you. Yeah. Working hard. You respect him. Absolutely. Great career. You respect that Texas basketball team you saw lose over the weekend? Horns down. Yeah. Did Something you, we can all... Did you do horns down? Absolutely. Did anyone get mad at you? No. Did Rodney Terry come over there and tell you that's not appropriate? I was, I was pretty far away from Rodney oh, Terry. Well, I didn't know. 
That's Todd Lebo. He says horns down for everyone on Sports Radio 810 WHB. (laughs)